The Oxford University Museums provide a unique cultural resource for the university, as well as, of course, for an enormous national and international public. If you put together the Ashmalian, University Museum of Natural History, Pitt Rivers Museum, and the Museum of the History of Science, you have a concentration of university museums unequaled in any other university in the world. In my short remarks, I'll concentrate on the largest of these, the Ashmalian Museum of Art and Archaeology, of which I have the honor to be director. The museum was opened in the building in Broad Street, which now houses the Museum of the History of Science, in 1683, so we are 330 years old this year. This makes us the old public, oldest public museum in this country, and probably the oldest in the world, depending on how you view the claims of the Kunstmuseum in Basel. <laughs> uh, the collections were, from the very start, encyclopedic, and it has always had a very clearly had a joint function. The collection, the gift to the university by Elias Ashmel, from whom, of course, the museum takes its name, was made because he wished to create a public museum, but also because he realized the potential of the collections, created largely not by himself, but by the Tradescant family, the potential of those collections for the teaching of the natural sciences in the University of Oxford. And it's important to remember that my first predecessor, Robert Plott, was the first keeper of the Ashmalian and also the first professor of chemistry in the university. So the collections were seen very much in the context of the teaching of natural science uh, at, that, at that moment. The collections have, of course, grown enormously since 1683 and in the late 19th century were transferred to the present building in Beaumont Street, a great neoclassical structure initially built in 1845 as the University Galleries to display the collections of art previously housed in the Bodleian. The formal creation of the Ashmolean Museum of Art and Archaeology dates from 1908 during the distinguished keepership of Sir Arthur Evans, the excavator of Knossos. Today, as I really scarcely need to remind the audience in the room, um, the museum contains one of the most important collections of art and archaeology anywhere in the world, from beginning in 8000 BC with Neolithic basalts up to the present day. Collections from South America and Australasia are modest, but all the other great civilizations of the world are represented in the Ashmolean. And just to give a few examples, among the museum's treasures are the world's largest and most important group of Raphael drawings, the most substantial collection of pre-dynastic Egyptian material outside Cairo, the only significant Minoan collection outside Crete itself, greatest Anglo-Saxon collection beyond the British Museum, and less expectedly, I think, the foremost collection of modern Chinese painting in the West. We've recently completed the most important development of the museum since its move to Beaumont Street. This has involved a new 100,000 square feet building in which the collections have been redisplayed according to a strategy we've called Crossing Cultures, Crossing Time, which 
I'd be very happy to talk about at greater length, but in short, stresses cultural connection and exchange rather than, as previously, cultural difference. It has been a transformative development. We have quadrupled our visitor numbers to a million a year, which makes us, this is important in a small town in the Midlands, it makes, the, it, we are now the most visited museum uh, outside London in this country. We've begun an ambitious international exhibition program and greatly increased our public outreach through tours, lectures, seminars and meetings. And I would like just to stress two aspects of our work and of course more than happy to answer questions about others. The largest single department in the museum, and I think this isn't widely known, is the conservation department which has 14 staff. They've been housed in new studios. They are, they tell me, like pigs in clover. Uh, they've been housed in new studios at the top of the building with excellent north light, and they carry out ambitious conservation programs. Uh, for example, we've recently, in phase two of the development, we've redisplayed our Egyptian collections, and this has involved a major conservation project on the large mummy collections of the Ashmalian, as well as taking part in an international research project on the Fayoum portraits. Secondly, like all museums, we are endeavoring to put as much of our, as many of our million objects on the web in as accessible a manner as possible. And we've recently created a new digital strategy for enabling our virtual visitors to navigate easily this often daunting mass of material. The Ashmolean has for many years played a key role in the teaching and research of the university. All our 20 or so curatorial specialists are by the terms of their contracts research active and required to teach in the relevant faculty. In the new building we've included teaching rooms close to accessible storage so that if, for example, you're teaching a course on Chinese greenware, you can take your class to the public gallery to look at that part of the collection which is on display, then move to the teaching room and have similar objects brought to your table from storage. And then you can teach directly from the object. What better? And because the Ashmolean is the greatest university museum of art and archaeology in the world, this can be done better here than anywhere else in the world. We wanted, however, to do even more to extend our, the teaching value of the Ashmolean's collections throughout the university. We therefore recently secured a grant of $1.1 million from the Andrew Mellon Foundation to undertake the university engagement program. And what I'm going to do now is hand over to my colleague, uh, Giovanna Vitelli, who heads up the program to describe how this will enable us to work even more closely with our colleagues in the teaching departments of the university. Thank you.